The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya, and uh, I'd love to say it's a quiet week in the market, but it really wasn't. There's a lot to talk about. We're going to try to get to all of it. Interest rates, of course, we'll talk about. We'll talk about credit cards, bank failures. Uh, but first, let's talk about where we're at so far on the year, Jerry. We're heading into the close Heading into the last couple months here, the TSX year-to-date is up 1.1%. The Dow year-to-date is up 2.98%. So as they're screaming today on Friday that it's up a few hundred points, let's keep in mind it's it's only up just shy of 3% on a year where we're experiencing pretty strong inflation. Gold so far this year in U.S. dollars is up 7%, and in Canadian dollars, it's 8.7%. So not quite keeping up with inflation, but definitely doing better than, than, the, uh, than the stock market. What are your thoughts on that? The stock market had a reprieve this last week. Um, it had a good run, uh, almost um, breaking 2004 highs of the consecutive gains in the stock market, but that was turned upside down when Powell met this week. My thoughts ultimately on what we're seeing in the global markets as a whole is you know, what is happening with the currencies? What is going on with inflation? There's tremendous uncertainty um, with regards to um, these, these, the valuation of these assets, geopolitical risks, and um, no surprise, Jeremy, gold and silver are um, buoyant regardless of how things have been um, over the last uh, year and a half, two years of just uncertainty surrounding the stock market, surrounding interest rate hike cycles, all of that uncertainty, yet we're still seeing gold and silver up, well, not so much silver, but gold up, uh, nominally about 8% in Canadian dollars, despite us being in an interest rate hike cycle. Now, we don't know exactly if they have paused or, or they're going to continue to hike. Uh, Powell came out uh, this week, um, and he gave a, a, a couple of speeches uh, that really sent the, the share market lower. So the stocks that have seen a, a week of gains spinning lower, bond yields a lot higher. When he said that the central bank was not confident that the current monetary policy was restrictive enough to bring inflation down to the target, and he says if it... it if it becomes appropriate to tighten policy further, we will not hesitate to do so. And he slams the door shut. Someone came into the room and he says, shut the door. Um, it was a mess. The, the, whole, the whole thing was just him trying to say that they will continue to hike rates if necessary. Meanwhile, the, the debt interest payments surged past a trillion dollars this, this, this month. So he's caught. He's caught in between, do I continue to hike rates? And we will continue to surge past one trillion plus of interest rate payments, or should we just continue to try to look like we're doing a good job? Jeremy, your thoughts? I, I, I thought it was big talk, big talk, big man, big, big man gives big talk. The hawk. And uh, you know, just last week, Tiff Macklem was saying, "Well, we don't think we're gonna we're we're gonna reel inflation in before we have to lower rates." You have the debt in the U.S., as you rightly pointed out, is now reached the point where they have to pay a trillion dollars of interest on the debt. One, a person that we follow and really admire, Peter Grandich, came out with a, almost an emergency um, podcast warning that at this rate, the debt in the U.S. will go up by $10 trillion plus, just a crazy amount over the next several years. And you have to understand that that, is, that really is end game stuff. That is loss of purchasing power on a grand scale. That is uh, wealth being just thrown out the, the window and you have to protect yourselves. And I know that Peter Grant is, is definitely big on gold we're big on gold. I know, speaking of central bankers, if we're going to talk about, uh, about uh, Powell, we know that um, the 
former chairman of the Federal Reserve. Um, oh, what's his name? Is can uh, the Grand Master Greenspan? Greenspan. He he was a gold enthusiast. He's got quotes that say the only thing that will protect you against inflation after the fact. Yeah, after he well before off. before and before after, after yes. before and after never that during the only thing that will protect you against inflation is a real asset a real asset and gold and silver have done that gold's up over 400% in US dollars over the last 20 years silver's not far behind and I want to talk about silver in relationship to gold, just the size of the markets, why they're compared, and where we're at in terms of where silver is going to be headed. We're going to get into that a little later. But it's so important to have some physical assets in your portfolio, and that's what we focus on at Guildhall, is only assets, hard assets that perform, that stand the test of time. 5,000 years of history. And gold has always had value, and it will always protect against the devaluing currency. So here's, here's a thought as we go through the show today. Are currencies going to continue to devalue? And if you think that they're going to continue to devalue, then you need something that's going to hedge that. Yes. And ultimately, gold does that in spades. The number, 18778-SILVER. The website, guildhallwealth.com. You can start by going to the e-store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. You can, if you want to look into storage, we offer that. We offer it through Brinks, fully allocated, segregated, secure, insured. This is the best way to do it if you're looking at a bit of a larger amount than what you might be comfortable storing at home because you get ease of liquidity. Go on vacation, want to sell on a phone call in town, want to want to sell, the market's moving quick, want to sell on a phone call. You can do that. You have access to the liquidity. And I'll tell you this, we pay out a lot quicker than the banks do in, in many occasions. And then, of course, there's the registered accounts. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about the registered accounts and, and what the benefits you see of it? Yeah, proudly we put these these uh, this ability to offer Canadians the ability to own physical precious metals within RSPs, being reg RRSPs, TFSAs, liras, lifts, rifts, RESPs for the kids. Guildhall put this ability to put, put to allow people to own physical assets within RSPs without having to break the RSPs. You no longer have to withdraw and purchase on the outside. No, you don't want to expose yourself to that that tax, that withholding tax exposure. So by transferring out of the existing um, custodian or bank or institution, you move it over to us, and now you have the ability to use that cash now within the RSP to now buy physical assets like gold, like silver bars, or coins if you'd like. If you do know that you may be taking delivery later on, you can take some coins in there. But understanding that we put this together for one reason alone is to decouple ourselves from counterparty risk, which means the gold and the silver, even though showing up in an RSP, it needs to be held entirely outside of the banking, financial, digital systems. And if it didn't offer that, we would simply not offer it. But we offer the best service, the best product possible, and we've been doing this since 2015. We've become professionals at it. Give us a call, and we can walk you through the process. We have a team here that is ready and willing to answer all of your questions, get you into the market safely, and then ride this thing up. Yeah, and the opportunity is there. It's, it's really, you just kind of feel that this is, you know, as the economy is breaking down and the central bankers are trying to talk a big game and make it sound like they're in control, they are not in control at all. Don't, don't ever forget that Bernanke said the subprime crisis was contained. Janet Yellen said there would never be a recession ever again. These people are here to protect themselves. Don't, don't, be, don't kid yourselves that you're going to sit there and they're going to tell you how it's going to be, and you're going to be the benefit of their information. <laughs> they are there clearly to protect their own, their own, and they are doing their darndest to, to make sure that the whole system doesn't collapse. Who knows how many banks have already folded and they've just they've put the money in without us really knowing. They're trying to pull back the money out of the system, and you know, you can guarantee they're going to have to quantitative ease at some point here. Because as we've said, and we know it's going to happen, can't tell you the timeline, but they will break the system. This raising of interest rates is going to keep happening until they break something. That's right. We've said it before. We'll say it again. They've paused because they know they can't keep raising rates. 
and it's already destroying so much of the economy. But by the way, it's your fault, Jerry. It's your fault. My fault. Yes, because you're productive, right? You see, you're too resilient. It's your fault that there's re- inflation because, because uh, there's too much productivity. No, 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 no. You guys created that money out of thin air, <laughs> right? Your government's deficit spent to oblivion. You destroyed the dollar, and somehow it's our fault that we're going to have to fix it. If you can deficit spend to the tune of hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars, you don't need our tax money. That's right. I'll opt out on that one. But going back to Grandich, how he talked about the, the growth of debt, and I want to put that in context from some data that came from Bloomberg earlier this week that talked about the Federal Reserve interest payments surging past $1 trillion its yearly pace. It's worsening conserve concerns about massive borrowing. Now, the U.S. closed out their fiscal year, 2023 fiscal year in September, having spent $659 billion in interest rate payments. A month later, we surged past $1 trillion. So, of course, if we, if we use that math and if we use that model in 10 years, 20 years, what does the debt look like? I can definitely see $10 trillion. Let's talk about this on the other side of the break. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, Guildhall Wealth. Get your physical precious metals in your possession. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. That means you can go to the vault and personally audit your holdings. More to come on The Real Money Show on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined by Jerry Karaya, and uh, I'd love to say it's a quiet week in the market, but it really wasn't. There's a lot to talk about. We're going to try to get to all of it. Interest rates, of course, we'll talk about. We'll talk about credit cards, bank failures. Uh, but first, let's talk about where we're at so far on the year, Jerry. We're heading into the close Heading into the last couple months here, the TSX year-to-date is up 1.1%. The Dow year-to-date is up 2.98%. So as they're screaming today on Friday that it's up a few hundred points, let's keep in mind it's, it's only up just shy of 3% on a year where we're experiencing pretty strong inflation. Gold so far this year in U.S. dollars is up 7%, and in Canadian dollars, it's 8.7%. So not quite keeping up with inflation, but definitely doing better than, than, the, uh, than the stock market. What are your thoughts on that? The stock market had a reprieve this last week. Um, it had a good run, uh, almost um, breaking 2004 highs of the consecutive gains in the stock market, but that was turned upside down when Powell met this week. My thoughts ultimately on what we're seeing in the global markets as a whole is, you know, what is happening with the currencies? What is going on with inflation? There's tremendous uncertainty um, with regards to um, these, these, the valuation of these assets, geopolitical risks, and um, back up. All right. Not ready. You want to start from the beginning there? Yeah. Okay. So what do you make of those numbers? No surprise, Jeremy. Gold and silver are um, buoyant, regardless of how things have been um, over the last uh, year and a half, two years of just uncertainty surrounding the stock market, surrounding interest rate hike cycles. All of that uncertainty, yet we're still seeing gold and silver up. Well, not so much silver, but gold up. uh, Nominally, about 8% in Canadian dollars, despite us being in an interest rate hike cycle. Now, we don't know exactly if they have paused or, or they're going to continue to hike. Uh, Powell came out uh, this week, um, and he gave a, a, a couple of speeches uh, that really sent the, the share market lower. So the stocks that have seen a, a week of gains spinning lower, bond yields a lot higher. When he said that the central bank was not confident that the current monetary policy was restrictive enough to bring inflation down to the target. And he says if it, it, if it becomes appropriate to tighten policy further, 
we will not hesitate to do so. And he slams the door shut. Someone came into the room and he says, shut the door. Um, it was a mess. The, the, whole, the whole thing was just him trying to say that they will continue to hike rates if necessary. Meanwhile, the, the debt interest payments surged past a trillion dollars this, this, this month. So he's caught. He's caught in between, do I continue to hike rates? And we will continue to surge past one trillion plus of interest rate payments, or should we just continue to try to look like we're doing a good job? Jeremy, your thoughts? Uh, I, I thought it was big talk, big talk, big man, big, big man gives big talk. The hawk. And uh, you know, just last week, Tiff Macklem was saying, "Well, we don't think we're gonna we're we're gonna reel inflation in before we have to lower rates." You have the debt in the U.S., as you rightly pointed out, is now reached the point where they have to pay a trillion dollars of interest on the debt. One, a person that we follow and really admire, Peter Grandich, came out with a, almost an emergency um, podcast warning that at this rate, the debt in the U.S. will go up by $10 trillion plus, just a crazy amount over the next several years. And you have to understand that that, is, that really is endgame stuff. That is loss of purchasing power on a grand scale. That is uh, wealth being just thrown out the, the window and you have to protect yourselves. And I know that Peter Grant is, is definitely big on gold. We're big on gold. I know, speaking of central bankers, if we're going to talk about, uh, about uh, Powell, we know that um, the former chairman of the Federal Reserve, um, oh, what's his name? Can't, uh, the Grand Master. Greenspan. Greenspan. He, he was a gold enthusiast. He's got quotes that say the only thing that will protect you against inflation. After the fact. Yeah, after he well, before, off. before before and before after, after yes. before and after, never that during. The only thing that'll protect you against inflation is a real asset, a real asset, and gold and silver have done that. Gold's up over four hundred percent in U.S. dollars over the last twenty years. Silver's not far behind, and I want to talk about silver in relationship to gold, just the size of the markets, why they're compared, and where we're at in terms of where silver's going to be headed. We're going to get into that a little later. But it's so important to have some physical assets in your portfolio, and that's what we focus on at Guildhall, is only assets, hard assets that perform, that stand the test of time. 5,000 years of history, and gold has always had value, and it will always protect against the devaluing currency. So here's, here's a thought as we go through the show today. Are currencies going to continue to devalue? And if you think that they're going to continue to devalue, then you need something that's going to hedge that. Yes. And ultimately, gold does that in spades. The number, 18778-SILVER. The website, guildhallwealth.com. You can start by going to the e-store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. You can, if you want to look into storage, we offer that. We offer it through Brinks, fully allocated, segregated, secure, insured, this is the best way to do it if you're looking at a bit of a larger amount than what you might be comfortable storing at home because you get ease of liquidity. Go on vacation, want to sell on a phone call in town, want to want to sell, the market's moving quick, want to sell on a phone call. You can do that. You have access to the liquidity and I'll tell you this, we pay out a lot quicker than the banks do in, in many occasions. And then of course there's the registered accounts. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about the registered accounts and, and what the benefits you see of it? Yeah, proudly we put these these uh, this ability to offer Canadians the ability to own physical precious metals within RSPs, being reg RRSPs, TFSAs, liras, lifts, rifts, RESPs for the kids. Guildhall put this ability to put put to allow people to own physical assets within RSPs without having to break the RSPs. You no longer have to withdraw and purchase on the outside. No, you don't want to expose yourself to that that tax that withhold tax exposure. So by transferring out of the existing um, custodian or bank or institution, you move it over to us, and now you have the ability to use that cash now within the RSP to now buy physical assets like gold, like silver bars, or coins if you'd like. If you do know that you may be taking delivery later on, you can take some coins in there. But understanding that we put this together for one reason alone is to 
decouple ourselves from counterparty risk, which means the gold and the silver, even though showing up in an RSP, it needs to be held entirely outside of the banking, financial, digital systems. And if it didn't offer that, we would simply not offer it. We offer the best service, the best product possible, and we've been doing this since 2015. We've become professionals at it. Give us a call and we can walk you through the process. We have a team here that is ready and willing to answer all of your questions, get you into the market safely, and then ride this thing up. Yeah, and the opportunity is there. It's it's really, you just kind of feel that this is, you know, as the economy is breaking down and the central bankers are trying to talk a big game and make it sound like they're in control, they are not in control at all. Don't, don't ever forget that Bernanke said the subprime crisis was contained. Janet Yellen said there would never be a recession ever again. These people are here to protect themselves. Don't, don't, be, don't kid yourselves that you're going to sit there and they're going to tell you how it's going to be, and you're going to be the benefit of their information. <laughs> they are there clearly to protect their own, their own, and they are doing their darndest to, to make sure that the whole system doesn't collapse. Who knows how many banks have already folded and they've just they've put the money in without us really knowing. They're trying to pull back the money out of the system, and you know, you can guarantee they're going to have to quantitative ease at some point here. Because as we've said, and we know it's going to happen, can't tell you the timeline, but they will break the system. This raising of interest rates is going to keep happening until they break something. That's right. We've said it before. We'll say it again. They've paused because they know they can't keep raising rates. And it's already destroying so much of the economy. But by the way, it's your fault, Jerry. It's your fault. My fault. Yes, because you're productive, right? You see, you're too resilient. It's your fault that there's re inflation because... Because uh, there's too much productivity. No, 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 no. You guys created that money out of thin air, <laughs> right? Your government's deficit spent to oblivion. You destroyed the dollar, and somehow it's our fault that we're going to have to fix it. If you can deficit spend to the tune of hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars, you don't need our tax money. That's right. I'll opt out on that one. But going back to Grandich, how he talked about the, the growth of debt... And I want to put that in context from some data that came from Bloomberg earlier this week that talked about the Federal Reserve interest payments surging past $1 trillion its yearly pace. It's worsening conserve concerns about massive borrowing. Now, the U.S. closed out their fiscal year, 2023 fiscal year in September, having spent $659 billion in interest rate payments. A month later, we surged past $1 trillion. So, of course, if we, if we use that math and if we use that model in 10 years, 20 years, what does the debt look like? I can definitely see $10 trillion. Let's talk about this on the other side of the break. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Get your physical precious metals in your possession. Remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. That means you can go to the vault and personally audit your holdings. More to come on The Real Money Show on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We're talking about assets that are going to protect you, protect your family against the devastating decline of currencies and we are witnessing that as we see unprecedented debts and the fight to try to get the those debts under control it's too late we're past the 100 percent debt to gdp it's not going to happen the debts are only going to increase jerry you're going to talk about that in a moment but it's very important to have actual assets and no counterparty risk and that's where gold and silver come in. You can talk to us. We're happy to talk about the markets and how you can put physical gold and silver in your portfolio. And all you have to do is call one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We'll show you how to do it. And we do recommend that people start small. Just get a, an ounce of gold in your, in your hand, some tubes of silver maples. See how it all works. 
And uh, we always say that comfort breeds confidence. So start small, build from there. And uh, it's great to see how people build. They start with a small couple yeah. ounces of gold. Then they say, you know what? I think I want to put this in my TFSA. And I'll put a few, uh, you know, a little bit in there. And then they say, oh, you know what? I've got this lira that I've got from a former employer. I think I want to pull that over too. And one of the reasons that I think clients enjoy the process of getting involved in the market is that they're in control of their destiny for the right. first time, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, that, it's that feeling of being able to do something that, number one, they're trusting their gut, they're taking the wheel of the wealth for themselves, and they're making these decisions that, you know, they're not, this is not new. This is through experience, through history. You're able to see history repeat over and over again, and you're maybe countering the norm, but you, you are following the norm at the same time. The trend is following the gold markets where the central banks around the world are acquiring this very important asset. People should be acquiring it right now. And the timing looks great as we have our central bankers who are in control of our system flip-flopping. In a matter of weeks, it went from pricing out further interest rate hikes last week. We saw metals, gold surging above 2000 We hit 209 in in the gold price. And then come this week, he's saying that we may have to hike. We may have to hike just because uh, just we're not too confident in our in our in our um, fight against inflation. So as we saw a move from 2009, we're hitting a support of about 1936 U.S. silver down to the mid 2250s. This is a major support level, a major, really good buying level, really good buying opportunity at this level. Because once we head back and test over the one, the 2009, 2010 mark, the 2050 mark is that target. When we break over that, watch silver. Silver is that coil spring catapult ready to go, and especially all because of what we're focusing on. The 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 debt, the debt in the country of the United States, the largest treasury market in the world, the, the world's reserve currency, <laughs> it's not looking good. When the world is now focused on the debt, why? Ever since the debt was downgraded, this is coming from Ed Yardeni, who was, he did an interview with CNBC back last month. He says ever since the government debt was downgraded in on October and August 1st, people have been focusing on the deficit issue since. And now fast forward to today, November 17th, we got to focus on the debt ceiling and the, uh, sorry, the budget in the U.S. that they that they um, postpone and they put a pause on that, but they have to revisit that. There is potential government shutdown, but what's worse, I think, than a government shutdown is a downgrade. Another downgrade, we already had Fitch, we already had Moody's, it's the S&P that, have yet, that has yet to downgrade. And this is why this should be the most important thing that, the, that we should focus upon, because the the rate at which the debt right now is being added in the states and the interest payments on that debt is totally unsustainable. So it doesn't matter what these Federal Reserve members are saying, that they're going to hike interest rates. You hike the interest on all that debt, you're now paying even more. You cannot afford to do this. Your actions are unsustainable, and your words mean nothing. It's all hot air. So they're trapped themselves. They're in their own trap now. They raise interest rates. They're raising on themselves. Well, look at the numbers. So I mentioned in the previous section, this segment, they, the federal government closed out their, their 2023 fiscal year in September. They spent $659 billion on interest payments, up from $476 billion the year prior. So that's almost $200,000 more, $200,000 billion more. And in, think of how much they could have been giving to Ukraine with that. Ukraine or any other cause, right? And then prior to that, $352 billion in, in 2021. So the rate is becoming to <clears> multiply. <throat> and the it's multiplication effect is happening. The compounding effect is happening. And this is unsustainable, guys. So when you're looking at your portfolio, look at it soberly. Look at the numbers. And does this make sense? Do you want to own anything to do with the U.S. dollar? Anything denominated in currencies that are being depreciated in the way that they are? They could just print. And Jeremy, you mentioned it. They're just going to turn on the taps eventually. They always do, and they always will. But that's when the inflation becomes hyperinflationary, in my opinion. And so you have to protect yourself against inflation and hyperinflation, which is nothing more than printing a currency into oblivion. So if the dollar's worthless, gold is priceless, 
and you need to have something that actually is worth something and the currency is not worth anything and it's only going to be worth less although we do have to talk about the fact that the dollar is getting a bit stronger nonetheless the number 18778 silver the website guildhallwealth.com you know jerry i saw another piece of news came out cnbc credit card debt has hit one trillion dollars credit card debt the consumer is tapped out the consumer is tapped out so that means they're not buying they're not buying fancy running shoes they're not running out to trade in for the next computer up up their next uh mobile phone the consumer is is beaten up they have to spend on on what they need to spend money on on the essentials of food and housing etc mm -hmm. so i'm not sure in terms of a trickle down how that affects the the uh stock market because <laughs> these companies can't make money if everyone's tightening up their their bootstraps so you wonder how the stock market's going to continue higher now in 2011 which is just one example of gold peaking the gold to Dow ratio hit four to one. You needed four ounces of gold to buy the Dow. Right now you need almost 18. So if the Dow stayed where it is today, and we went up to a four to one ratio, that would bring gold up to $8,500 an ounce. Now, even if the Dow, let's take it from, I don't know, let's say 35,000 points, were to come off by 30%, that would bring you down to 24,000 points, give or take. And again, if you were to go to that ratio that we hit in 2011, which wasn't the big one, that was we the, the bankers stared at, at the abyss and were able to claw it back and kick it down the road for a decade of 0% interest. And remember, the, the, the rates didn't go up in 2015 or 16 or 17 because the economy was too fragile. Somehow, now it's okay to quadruple it and you know like go up uh go four times up anyway if the dow came off by by 30 percent and we went back to that four to one ratio gold would be trading at over six thousand dollars an ounce and if we went to that ratio that we hit on gold to silver that means how many ounces of silver to buy an ounce of gold in that recent peak which was 2011 remember that was because subprime crisis led to quantitative easing led to i need to own gold led to highs in the market at a at a 35 to 1 ratio not the historic norm of 16 to 1 at a 35 to 1 ratio silver hits $175 an ounce. Now we're trading at around $25. So if you're looking for something that has clear value in the market, you can't look any further than silver. And one of the things, actually, there was an article out by Ted Butler. He's like the ultimate guru in the silver market. He's been around um, even before I started in the market. He's been around for 30 years yeah. in the silver market. And you know, Look, every, every week he comes out with an article and he complains about manipulation in the market and he just says how undervalued silver is. This week he kind of kind of perked my piqued my interest because he was talking about the fact that now he said that there's only two uh, two billion ounces of gold above ground, which I, I don't think so. I remember Gata talking about having five billion ounces above ground and silver's kind of changed between 1 billion above ground and 2 billion above ground nonetheless the, the gold market is a trillion dollar market plus and silver if you take a billion ounces at 25 dollars an ounce is only a 25 billion dollar market very small so it is a tiny tiny fraction of the gold market and yet they're always they're always talked about at the same time i'm sure you can talk about the amounts that people are buying comparatively how much money goes into the silver market that goes into the gold market and it is not at those type of ratios of right. massive quantities going into the gold and tiny tiny amounts going into silver quite the opposite so he's pointing out what a powder keg silver is at this moment and we talked about last week jerry the mine all in mining cost at least according to first majestic is just under $20 an ounce. Just under 20.
spot is 22 today. Right. So you can kind of see where by. things are going to be going. If it goes down a little bit further, that's it. They just shut, shut, up, shut the door to sales. So you just think about where this is going. I'm going to read you what, what he said at the end of his article. He said, the bottom line is that we are much closer to the actual law of supply and demand asserting itself over a long-term silver price manipulation that has created an almost unimaginable low price at the very same time more potential world buying power measured in hundreds of trillions of dollars exists compared to an asset that couldn't handle the smallest fraction of 1% of that buying power without exploding exponentially. In other words, there is all that debt. There has been all that money creation. There's so much more money to go into the market, and yet it, it hasn't quite made it there yet. He said, heck, I think he's saying, I think he took this note from you. If just 1% of the money tied up in gold bullion, which is tried to shift into silver, you can only imagine what that would do to the price of silver, seeing as all the silver bullion in the world is only worth $46 billion. And it's not as if that $46 billion worth of silver is just lying around on the street ownerless. <laughs> Every ounce of the 2 billion ounces of 1,000-ounce 1, 1, bars is already owned and must be bid away from the existing owners to make them an offer they can't refuse, which is much, much higher prices. Yes. So he took it at 2 billion ounces. I'm looking at 1 billion. We can talk about that. I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. The reason I bring all of this up as we go to break is... Can silver go to $175? Yes, it can. Easily. And when it starts to make its move, and this is the crux of it, this is the million-dollar question that we're going to talk about in the next segment, which is why silver hasn't gone to 50 or 100 or to 175 as of yet. But the type of money that's going to be made is going to be absolutely brilliant. So we're going to talk about that in the next segment. One eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Stick with us. See how high silver's going to go. See what type of money is going to be made. It's the Real Money Show on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. Welcome back to the Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, the million dollar question. Oh. Why has silver not taken off yet? There's going to be a lot of people who've been in this market for the better part of 10 years, which, by the way, 10 years ago, the price of silver was trading probably in the low teens, if not in below $10 an ounce. And so we've done okay, done very well, um, especially over the last 20 years. But it hasn't made that move that makes sense in terms of the amount of product out there, the value that it has for consumption in the industry, savings, monetarily speaking. Why hasn't it made those big, big moves? How come we're not trading at $175 an ounce today? And could it go even higher than that? Mm -hmm. Well, like our last episode, you really have to check that episode out because it, a lot has, it has a lot to do with the military industrial complex because they need the silver for their missiles, the ships, etc. <coughs> they need the silver. They cannot replace it with lithium. It is the only metal, the only element that can be used in this in this regard. It's the largest complex industrially that has to that needs the silver. So, how can these companies who are involved in the military military industrial complex make money? They need the material to stay low. So they have been using artificial data for far too long, to the point where they have now come short the silver supply they need to now acquire the silver at much higher prices so this is so they have manipulated up to a point you can only manipulate a physical asset up to a certain point you can manipulate currency forever you can manipulate the bond market forever you can manipulate the the bitcoin and the cryptocurrency market forever but you cannot manipulate the physical gold and the silver market forever because once you run out of the physical inventories or when the physical inventories leave your western coffers where you have been manipulating the price prices out of new york out of chicago out of london and as they're moving eastbound you lose the control the comics 
has no clothes. Okay, so you have entities out there who recognize that there's a deal. This is something Mike Maloney um, from Gold's, uh, what's his uh, company? Gold Silver. Gold Silver. He wrote the book on on Gold Silver through uh, through the uh, Kiyosaki umbrella. It's a great book, easy to read, less than 300 pages. It's a great, great place to start. Um, he's talked about that. But again, why hasn't the market already taken advantage if there are definitely entities taking advantage of the market? They're buying it. They're saying, oh, it's cheap. I'll keep buying. India bought a whole bunch, took a whole bunch off the COMEX. We're seeing it go eastbound. As uh, Ted Butler talked about, those 1,000-ounce bars are all spoken for. There's only a very limited amount that comes to market. So why do you think we haven't hit that physical threshold yet and what do you think it's going to look like when we do hit it and what would it take to get there well i just want to remind you of what remember the silver squeeze jeremy how quickly we moved from what was it silver 17 dollars silver up to 30 really quickly it happened almost within a few days to the point where the lbma was panicking we saw what we were doing and we are continuing to do this we're removing every single ounce out of the market and as you are listening if you do this, if you participate, you are fighting against this corruption. Ultimately, it's just corruption, manipulating a market. Are you kidding me? And, and there's no, there's no recourse. Sure, they're getting a, these traders are spoofing J.P. Morgan. They, they're getting a slap on the hand, and they're getting a little fine here or there. But compared to their gains in, in for J.P. Morgan, it's a pittance. So all we can do is is drive the market up by acquiring the ounces. Why hasn't it moved from a technical standpoint over thirty dollars? It's a psychological level. The metals markets are waiting for the move with the central bank and the pivot backwards. The immediate point where something breaks in the, in the market because of these interest payments exceeding their revenues and banks are starting to fail as we're going to get into shortly, they're going to they're be forced to cut interest rates. It, the U.S. dollar then starts to back off <coughs> and starts to weaken. And as a result, gold and silver move higher because they are inversely correlated with the U.S. dollar. And that's all you need to know. Once the U.S. dollar starts to go down, gold and silver starts to rise up. The ascension happens. Gold clearly will clear, cut through 2050 easily. Could could there be a situation where you get both? Gold is gold and silver are rising and so is the U.S. dollar because the U.S. dollar is the worst house on the best, uh, sorry, the, the best house on the worst street. And, uh, you know, against the euro, against the yen, Who's going to want to hold those those depreciating currencies? They're going to jump into yeah, and I know it's not, you know, it's losing its hegemony and all of this type of stuff. But still, when it comes to panic mode, you're going to go to cash, right? So, could you see a scenario where both gold and silver are rising, and so is the dollar? I think in a very temporary, very short-lived scenario that would happen because of that sell-off effect and you're jumping back into the U.S. dollar, but it has to go from that to somewhere. Talk to all of the clients who recently sold real estate. If they sold a lot of, you know, one, two investment homes, you are feeling panicked, number one, keeping that money in the bank, right? Yeah. And then and then keeping all of that cash, this, this currency that's just losing purchasing power. You're going to want to jump back into something right away. But the U.S. dollar has been up and down because they've been the most vocal. The central, the Fed Powell has been so, we call him jawbone here because he just, you know, flaps his mouth. One week he's hawkish, one, he's, one week he's dovish. And because they, just they keeping them on, just keeping on their toes, keeping exactly. them stringing along. Dollar goes up, dollar goes down, dollar goes up, dollar goes. So besides that, let's extrapolate, let's pull out to, you know, bird's eye view and see what's really happening here. And then that you will have a real sober look at what's going on so you can make a rational decision and do it earlier. Don't wait for these central bankers. You know, you want to do this, pre, you know, preemptively and get positioned before they make a mistake. You don't want to be in cash when something breaks yeah you you can't time the the fire and it's better to be um, early than a day late ultimately we see that 30 dollars silver is the line in the sand you're going to build momentum towards it once that dam breaks it's going to be off to the races it's happened before many times and it's going to happen again so don't be lulled to sleep build a position think about giving us a call we'll show you how to get involved in the market we'll show you what the best way to do it we'll show you the mistakes that people make we want to make sure that you're going to be successful in your ownership of assets like gold and silver the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website 
guildhallwealth.com. More to come on The Real Money Show on 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver The website, guildhallwealth.com. And it's all about physical gold, physical silver, and natural fancy color diamonds, which is a great asset to hold. You know, we've been seeing the white diamond market fall. We've been seeing the um, man-made colored diamond market fall, the man-made white diamond market fall, because you're just producing volume. And you're just you're not creating something that's actually rare. I've been keeping an eye on Sotheby's auctions. Paintings have been going like absolute crazy. We've got the blue royal diamond that fetched almost $44 million at auction. It's a huge amount of money given what's going on in the world today. And the reason that goes into colored diamonds like this is because it's secure wealth. It's the family jewels. It's the crown jewels. It's the way the wealthy have been protecting their wealth for centuries. And it just continues. If you have quality assets, you are going to protect. So with that said, Jerry, let's just quickly review things that we've discussed today. Interest payments on the debt over a trillion dollars. The credit card um, the credit card market is over a trillion dollars. The consumer's tapped out. We might be headed into more interest rates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if. Maybe. You know, if they really want to destroy it, right? They could destroy it, slam their hand down on the, on the game and say, we're destroying it. By the way, you have to give us more power so we can fix all of this because oh, that's yeah. what happens next. But we got a lot more to come. We got a lot more to get to here. So you brought a bunch of articles. We we got to get through it really quick. Let's let's start. Yeah, just this past week, another bank bites the dust. This comes from Jim Rickards. He just reminds you know people who have you know people who know just like himself, veterans like Jim Rickards, that once the dominoes start falling in the banking system, they keep falling until some government intervention of a particular draconian kind is imposed. Citizens Bank was a small bank in Iowa with about sixty six million assets, uh, fell. And so they have fallen another bank and this is the this is the sixth notable bank failure this year as you all might recall the first five were silicon bank in march silvergate signature first republic and then and then the giant of course credit swiss so another bank bites the dust there will be more according to jim Rickards, and there will be more draconian measures from the banks see look what the banking systems have done since these banks have fallen they have you know they have some significant regulatory actions the fed has you know dropped uh, insurance limits they have changed insurance limits they've uh, offered to lend money uh, at par for any government securities tendered at collateral and it's just throwing the u.s banking system into utter confusion and oh and and we talked about last week that in switzerland they're talking about how to avoid bank runs by slowing the flow of money out of the bank and even charging people to take money out of the more bank more capital controls we're going to be seeing this and as the bank is is you know f feeling a lot of financial stress um, the ICBC, we saw a cyber attack this week, which disrupted the U.S. Treasury markets. ICBC is China's largest commercial bank and was hit this week by a ransomware attack that reportedly <laughs> disrupted trades in the U.S. Treasury market. So that's all you need to know is that, you know, you're going to have these randomware attacks. Who's this boogeyman? You don't even know who it is, but it's affecting your money. It's affecting your banking system. And the most important thing, like owning a natural fancy color diamond and gold and silver, it's your staying far clear from these financial these disasters that can happen to your money i love what you said well this is wealth that will continue yeah those are what we're trying to avoid is the weapons of financial disaster what what did uh warren buffett say he called them yeah uh, the, wmds the weapons of <laughs> financial destruction. destruction you know look at the end of the day you have a lot of debt the value of that debt is being harder to to come by it's getting more expensive and you can't keep all of those plates spinning in the air it's going to come down it's going to come down one at a time the dominoes are going to start to fall they really are starting to fall already if you have your eye on them the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com and remember that we have a motto here if you can't hold it you don't own it so you want to start with that physical you want to make sure that there's no counterparty risk and if you're looking to expand beyond just doing it yourself personally and you're a business owner you can start to think about 
perhaps doing it for your employees as well, right, Jerry? That's it. We want to become our own central banks, either for yourself, your household, and now companies. We want to focus on uh, the importance of investing your company's cash and gold. <laughs> this is just picking up from what uh, Jan Neuenhaus wrote about the important role of gold in corporate treasury. And here are some reasons why. You have value preservation. Gold has been consider considered an intrinsic store of value for thousands of years for your company and for yourselves. Protection against financial crises, resilience in currency depreciation, and liquidity. And it's obvious, you know, just one year ago, you just need, with 10,000 Canadian, Jeremy, you could buy four ounces of gold. You can't buy four ounces of gold with 10,000 Canadian. You can only buy three. And this is depreciation of your currencies. Why are you holding profits, corporate profits, in cash when you should be owning gold? And here is some data from Capital IQ, which is from the S&P. Um, it, it it's a massive, it's a great chart, a very powerful one, and it just improves your business model. Now, inflation will hit your bottom line, so you're going to want to have something that will perform when your capital is being depreciated when your currency is being depreciated because cash managers never look at the loss of purchasing power on the reserves. So there was a chart here uh, going back from 1990. This chart shows that if these companies being General Electric, Home Depot, Johnson & Johnson, McDonald's, if these companies would have converted the 50% of, of their retained earnings, which is profits, to gold every year since 1990 to 2021, gold would have increased their earnings. For General Electric, their earnings would have increased 246%. For Home Depot, 86%. For Johnson & Johnson, 80%. And for McDonald's, 97%. So gold as a reserve currency should also be considered even by mining companies. Um, the, the, the fact is that very few companies in the sector of mining actually have integrated gold in their cash management. So they understand th their job is to get the gold out of the ground, but they understand why they're going after the gold. Why is the world wanting the gold? It's to preserve against purchasing power. So if you look at the Van Eck miner share, the GDX, again, it just shows if you had allocated physical gold for since 2006, the GDX shares these mining companies from Newmont to Barrick, Agnical, Eagle, Eagle, they would have gone up about 50% in earnings. So just the message to companies out there, if you're holding excess cash, you know, worried about what's going on, look at what's going on with the cash. The purchasing power of your reserve is being dwindled. You will, be, you will benefit your business long-term. Wealth that continues in gold. You want to give us a call here at Guildhall. We have a great affiliate program for all cons consultants, financial planners, that we can help assist, offer another tool in your portfolio, in your toolbox to offer your clients. So get in touch with Guildhall. Yeah, it's not just for diversifying personal portfolios. It can be for diversifying corporate portfolios as well. Jerry, that was crazy. I gotta. I want to read that article. Let's post it on our Twitter. If you missed a show, you can catch us on our, our YouTube channel. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for spending your hour with us. And we look forward to speaking with you next week. Remember the number, 1-8778-SILVER, the website, guildhallwealth.com. It's all about the physical, physical, physical. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. The debts are starting to unwind. It's starting to matter. Give us a call. Thank you again for listening to The Real Money Show on 640 Toronto.